Hello everyone, this is Fort Wayne Mayor Tom Henry, and you're listening to a new episode of the Mayor Tom Henry podcast. Thank you for joining us today. This is episode number 66, recorded on Monday, October 25th, 2021, from Citizen Square in beautiful downtown Fort Wayne. On today's program, I'm pleased to welcome Justin Klepper from the Community Transportation Network. Justin serves as the executive director of CTN, and for the last two decades, CTN has worked to ensure that residents receive safe and quality transportation throughout our community. Led by Justin and the staff, CTN is truly improving the quality of life in our community. Justin, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me, Mayor. Well, Justin, obviously, uh, people uh, sometimes mistake CTN for CityLink. <laughs> and they think uh, one, one is the other, or they feel that you're uh, uh, part of the same organization or whatever. Can you tell uh, our listeners exactly what CTN is and the, and the services they provide in the community? Yeah, absolutely. So CTN uh, first is actually a private nonprofit. So uh, we are wholly separate from CityLink, but we actually work very much in concert with each other. Um, Where CityLink does mass transit and fixed route, where you've got specific stops, we are actually providing door-through-door service uh, on an individualized basis to um, more than 3,000 people. Uh, last year, so which is uh, actually a little bit down uh, because of the pandemic. In, in a normal year, we actually serve about 8,000 people, um, which is crazy. But we <laughs> we really we seek to ease the burden of transportation so that more people can maintain life sustaining and purposeful connections in our community. We're providing uh, rides to medical appointments, to work trips. Uh, for people with disabilities and uh, providing low-cost charter service for other nonprofits. Now, speaking of that, you must maintain a good relationship, a a cooperative type of uh, partnership with a number of agencies in town. Uh, Besides just working hand-in-hand with CityLink, you mentioned that you worked with some other organizations as well in the provision of medical transportation uh, or the uh, transportation for those who are handicapped and the like. Uh, are there some agencies or organizations that you work with uh, more than others? Uh, yeah, so uh, we work a lot with Turnstone. Um, we were actually uh, born out of Turnstone in many ways. Uh, actually, our early fleet came from Turnstone. Uh, but we do a lot of work with Turnstone, with Easter Seals Arc, uh, with Life Adult Day Academy. We do uh, a lot with early learning centers. Okay. So um, that's actually one area that a lot of folks don't realize is that we have a fleet of school buses that enable us to provide field trips for early learners. So these are kids that uh, they, if they, they can ride a school bus as long as they have a five-point harness seatbelt mm-hmm. and all of our school buses are specially equipped with that equipment in fact last week uh ctn and i got to take my four-year-old on his first field trip to the pumpkin patch so uh that was a fun experience experience 
Well, what about, uh, you mentioned school bus. What about organizations like Fort Wayne Community Schools? Mm -hmm. If they need um, additional buses for something, are you available to them too? You know, we've reached out to and and had conversations with most of the school districts in Allen County and, and let them know that, um, you know, we were here to help, especially last year mm -hmm. when uh, there were some greater needs uh, and we had a little bit more flexibility. Mm -hmm. uh, this year we're, we're stretched a bit <laughs> thinner, um, but at the same time, you know, our goal is to um, fill a need and, and support in emergent situations. And so, you know, a great example, uh, MLK Montessori um, had their school bus break down um, for about a week and a half last mm -hmm. year. And we were able to mobilize quickly and take over their route for them uh, to make sure that their kids were getting to school on time and getting home at the end of the day. So, Wow. Do organizations uh, have to pay you for the service or do uh, you get federal grants, uh, state help? Who pays for all these buses? <laughs> that, that's a great question. Uh, so we do have fees. We have uh, for our charter service for other nonprofits, there, there's a set charter rate. We actually have a rate for for-profit organizations that want to use us for a brew tour or something like that. <laughs> um, but, you know, we have those fees. And then we also, for our medical trips or our work trips for people with disabilities, we do get some reimbursement, but it's typically only about 25, 30% of the actual cost of the trip. So uh, for our medical riders, um, if they're on Medicaid, Medicaid reimburses us for the trip, which is great. Mm -hmm. um, if they're not, then we have a sliding scale based on their household income that ranges uh, from $5 to $14 based on uh, how often they're riding with us. My guess is that you, you're popular with not only Medicaid, obviously, but Medicare patients as well. Mm -hmm. it, uh, uh, I know there are a lot of, uh, especially elderly in town, who kind of need uh, some special uh, treatment, if you will, when they, yeah. when they begin to take some type of mass transportation. You mentioned uh, last year, this year, uh, the amount of riders. Uh, obviously, uh, COVID has had a, a significant impact. Absolutely, it did. So, um, you know, social distancing restricted all of our riders. Uh, we couldn't put more than three people on a vehicle at any given time. Uh, and we're typically running anywhere from four to nine people on a vehicle. Mm -hmm. uh, and so that, that creates a funding barrier, that creates an impact barrier. Uh, and unfortunately, and this was probably the hardest part, we had to say no a lot more. Um, and saying no to someone that they need access to pain management, they need access to um, their annual physical, anything like that, um, that, that's hard. And that's especially hard for our team. You would even think so. Uh, all of you who are in the service industry, um, yeah, you you paid a, a a significant price mm -hmm. for the services that you provide because of COVID, and unfortunately, uh, it's not over yet. Yeah. So, but with that in mind, what's the future look like for CTN? It looks bright. Uh, I mean, it, it really. I am excited about where we're headed next. Um, we know that the need is there, and the need isn't going anywhere. 
Um, the last numbers that I received from the state uh, was that in 2019 uh, and early parts of 2020, there were more than 20,000 Medicaid rides in Allen County that went unfilled. Oh, my Lord. And, and in that same period, we provided 26,000 trips. So just understanding that growth and perspective mm-hmm. is there. Um, the other big thing is, you know, we're looking at new ways that we can collaborate with other partners in the community. Uh, we've started a new partnership with the League and Community Harvest Food Bank, delivering boxes to people, food boxes to people that can't get out of their home sure. because they're quarantined or they're shut in, something like that. Um, kind of like the Meals on Wheels program. Yeah, yeah. yeah. To that. Um, but the coolest thing is uh, we actually just, we broke ground a couple months ago on a brand new satellite garage um, that is, it'll be about 15,000 square feet, can immediately hold 18 transit vans, mm. which is fantastic because we've got vehicles that we're parking outside right now. Uh, and I, I once had someone ask me, well, Justin, why do your why do your vehicles need a garage? I mean, I've parked outside for the last 20 years. <laughs> I said, well, was, was it by choice or? No, my wife made me. <laughs> okay, well, if, if you had a choice, would you park inside? Well, yeah. Okay, well, keep that in mind. But then also remember that our vehicles have a hydraulic lift on them that cannot operate if they're out in temperatures below 30 degrees. So we keep them inside a garage so that they keep working, which means we can keep working. Justin, are, are you... Uh, pretty much confined to Fort Wayne proper? For the most part, uh, we serve all of Allen County. Oh, Allen County, um, okay, good. We, uh, we do go outside of the county a little bit, uh, especially for charter service. Um, you know, we do all of the uh, Northeast Indiana Head Start programs. We do five field trips for every single classroom with those folks and so we're going all the way up to LaGrange and Steuben and oh my goodness uh, we just added uh, a couple more classrooms uh, I think in DeKalb County and uh, so yeah we go all over our our federal license allows us to go throughout the state of Indiana so we have done uh, peewee football leagues that mm-hmm. have a tournament in Indianapolis oh my gosh um, all kinds of different things that we're running um, but for the most part, especially our medical service, it's it's reserved to Allen County right now. Well, you mentioned that uh, you have a number of different sources of revenue, mm-hmm. and individuals and philanthropic organizations are part of that. If someone wanted to find out more about uh, the CTN network and, and uh, how they could maybe contribute to the services that you provide, how can they get hold of you? They can ease. They can always uh, call or email me. Um, my email is pretty easy. It's Justin at ridectn.org. You can also find us on our website at ridectn.org. Um, you know, the best thing that we can do is have a discussion and, and share about the impact our donors make. Uh, we have a, a saying in the office that CTN may be driving community, but our donors make it possible. That's true in so many social service offerings. If it mm-hmm. weren't for the donors and the volunteers, I'm not sure we could provide half of what we provide. 100%. Well, Justin, unfortunately, that's all the time we have for today. I want to thank you so much for joining us and, and, and have a happy birthday today. Everyone, thank you. Uh, today is his, his birthday. And uh, have a great year ahead, too. Thank all of you for tuning in today. 
It's another great day in the city of Fort Wayne. Let's keep our momentum growing. This is Mayor Tom Henry, and we'll see you again soon.